This is the Olive Wellness Podcast, brought to you by the Olive Wellness Institute. Welcome to this episode of Olive Wellness Podcast. I'm Sarah Gray. As we've been hearing over this podcast series, a daily diet of vegetables, grains, legumes, fish, and a generous amount of extra virgin olive oil can work wonders for our overall health. A Mediterranean diet is also immensely beneficial for couples looking to conceive, as well as ensuring the good health of mother and baby in the months following conception. That's according to nutritionist Stephanie Velarkis, a leading women's health and fertility dietitian who helps couples struggling to conceive. Stephanie's practice and consultancy firm, The Dietologist, is based in Sydney, from where she has an online following of thousands of women across the world. In a moment, she explains to Chris Ashmore some of the ways the Mediterranean diet can be applied to couples trying to conceive or who are pregnant. First, Chris asks Stephanie how she became involved with dietetics. I first knew I was interested in some kind of science or medicine field towards the end of high school. And it wasn't until I got to my university open day that I realised there was a world where food, science and caring for people really combined into one profession. And that's really where dietetics came in. And so my interest areas are women's health, preconception and fertility, nutrition and health. And I'm all about focusing on the first 1,000 days of life and know that it can help the one in eight Australian couples that are struggling to conceive. But it's also the ultimate form of preventative nutrition for the health of our future generations as well. And so that's just a brief summary of why I'm so passionate about women's health and fertility nutrition. Well, fantastic. Let's have a look then at fertility and how does overall diet affect fertility in preconception? Yeah, so I briefly referenced the first 1,000 days of life, which spans from about three to six months before conception up until a child's second or third birthday. And this has been a really researched time period as being critical for the long-term health of our future generations due to something called epigenetics, which is basically the way our genes are expressed or read, and these can be switched on or off depending on different environmental factors, and diet is one of these major environmental factors that can really change epigenetics. Many people are aware of the impact that our diet and lifestyle can have on our own health as women and our baby's health during pregnancy in particular. However, many aren't aware or don't have the opportunity to make lifestyle changes before they actually conceive as 40 to 50% of pregnancies here in Australia are in fact unplanned. The impact of diet on fertility, specifically healthy eggs and sperm, healthy fertilization and implantation, as well as a regular menstrual cycle, is just beginning to be understood. However, we are starting to understand the widespread impact that diet and nutrition can have on fertility. It is estimated that a change in diet and lifestyle can boost fertility by as much as 69% and as much as 80% in anovulatory infertility, which means where there is no ovulation or period occurring in women. A large study of nurses actually conducted in the US showed there was a 66% reduction of anovulatory infertility risk when following a diet high in folic acid, plant-based iron sources, high-fat dairy and vegetable protein. 
And those who followed this diet are also anticipated to have a 28% lower risk of all other causes of infertility as well. And many people are concerned about gestational diabetes in their pregnancy, which is estimated to affect about 12% of all diabetes in Australia is estimated to be gestational. And this can increase your risk of type 2 diabetes later in life and have potential complications for both mum and baby during pregnancy. But it's actually estimated that 45% of gestational diabetes can be prevented with a healthy balanced diet and a healthy body weight before you even conceive. In 2018, a series of three papers published in The Lancet, which is a really well-respected scientific journal, truly reaffirmed the role of health and especially nutrition for both men and women before even conceiving for not only healthy conception and embryo development, but also the health of future generations. So they were actually able to show links between preconception and early life nutrition with the reduction of risk of a number of chronic health conditions in children, including heart disease, type 2 diabetes, obesity, and even asthma and allergies, which are probably some of the biggest chronic diseases that affect us in modern society today. So there is potentially a huge impact of nutrition and diet in this fertility and preconception space, and we're really just beginning to understand it. You mentioned environmental factors that could influence the overall healthiness of people. What kind of environments are there that make it a better way to live? Yeah, so I think it's not just about diet and nutrition, but also exercise, sleep, mental health, and of course, other things that we may not really necessarily control all that much, but exposure to toxins or pollution, the way our food's packaged and even processed now can potentially playing a role in fertility and preconception health. So BPA being a potential chemical that's used in a lot of plastics can have a potential role in affecting female hormone levels and potentially fertility too. So it's not just about food and food only. It's about food as part of a bigger picture in terms of what we're exposing ourselves to in the lead up to conception. Right. Well, if we look then at the foods and specifically the nutrients and the different types of foods, what are there? What are essential when it comes to fertility? There's so many that I could talk to you about today. So I thought I could just highlight five of the key nutrients to focus on when trying to conceive for both men and women. There's no such thing as too soon to start focusing on preconception health because at the end of the day, the months and even years leading up to conception, your health is really important, not just three to six months before. So the first nutrient I want to talk about is zinc, which is critical for sperm and also egg health. Most women of reproductive age actually do not get enough zinc in their diet. And there's new research showing an emerging role on embryo development and fertilization. And this nutrient is found in legumes, beans, protein foods, and seafood, especially shellfish, as well as nuts and seeds. And it's also added in some breakfast cereals too. The next nutrient is coenzyme Q10 or CoQ10. This is important for age-related egg and sperm quality decline for both men and women. So we know that most couples are now waiting longer than historically what may have been occurring to try for a family. And so age-related egg and sperm quality decline is probably the biggest factor involved in infertility. 
in most situations. So CoQ10 is a powerful antioxidant and it's found in our protein foods. So red meat, chicken, fish, seafood and eggs. And so there's been some research that it can help mitigate this age-related quality decline in both egg and sperm. Folate, which is really the well-known nutrient when it comes to pregnancy and preconception health. And so the Food Standards Australia and New Zealand recommend that you supplement for at least one to three months of folic acid before you conceive to reduce the risk of neural tube defects like spina bifida. And that's because the neural tube is being formed well before most women find out that they're even pregnant. So this is why our bread flours here in Australia and New Zealand are mandatorily fortified with folic acid, with the exception of organic breads. There's been some research to show that women who supplemented with folic acid had less risk of infertility, but it's also one of the strategies the government uses to help reduce the risk of spina bifida in unplanned pregnancies, and it's been quite effective to date. Vegetable protein, which is probably one of the lesser known facts about preconception nutrition, Research actually suggests that increasing vegetable protein intake to just 5% of your daily energy needs, so in a standard kind of diet, that's only 25 grams of vegetable protein coming from your legumes, beans, tofu, nuts, seeds, and whole grains. And this has been actually associated with a 50% reduced risk of anovulatory infertility, which is one of the leading contributors to infertility causes. So that's pretty huge. And a really easy thing that you could do is perhaps make one vegetarian meal per week or make some swaps at your lunch to try and halve the amount of animal protein and increase the vegetable protein from some of these sources. Antioxidants is another key group of nutrients that I like to focus on in fertility and preconception. There's been no research, unfortunately, to support the use of supplements. There's been no differences shown in the papers that we have currently. However, we do know that getting a wide variety of different coloured fruits, vegetables, herbs and spices means there's plenty of antioxidants going around to protect ourselves from damage. The egg in a woman is the largest cell in our body. And given that they travel with us from about the 20th week of pregnancy in our mum's tummy, they're actually exposed to lots of different potential causes of oxidative damage. And that can potentially affect the genetic material of your future baby. So having a high intake of antioxidants from fruits, veggies, herbs and spices, and of course, extra virgin olive oil is key to help make sure that we're protecting this DNA that is being carried in our eggs. And the last nutrient I thought I'd highlight today is omega-3 fatty acids, especially from our oily fish and seafood. So a study was done that showed that just two serves of seafood per week amongst both men and women trying to conceive reduced time to pregnancy so they were able to conceive faster. But is it just omega-3s or could it also be zinc in these foods, seafood? Or were they just making healthier choices overall? It's definitely tricky to know and it's one of those things when it comes to the infancy of this research in this space is 
we have associations, but we don't really yet have mechanisms. So it's really hard to know what's doing what, but it's definitely a good idea to increase seafood intake to help you reach your zinc and omega-3 fatty acid needs as well. We know that omega-3 fatty acids have anti-inflammatory properties and help support healthy blood flow, which is so, so important for supporting our reproductive organs and may also help to maintain our egg reserve. Plus, if you do get pregnant, omega-3 fatty acids help support baby's brain and eye health development once pregnant and has even been associated with the reduced risk of early labour. So there's definitely lots of emerging research in the nutrients and foods that can help support fertility. And it's really just about trying to make small changes and incorporate some of these into your life if you're a couple who are trying to conceive in the next 12 months or so. Fantastic. Well, that's a lot of food for thought there, (laughs) Stephanie. Now, you may have had a bit of a head start on a lot of us with healthy eating because of your Greek background. Would that be fair to say, maybe? I think that would be pretty fair to say, (laughs) yes. (laughs) And, And of course, that means your exposure perhaps to the Mediterranean diet and, as you mentioned, the extra virgin olive oil. I suppose my question then is, how does extra virgin olive oil and the Mediterranean diet affect fertility and preconception? Yeah, so I might just jump into the Mediterranean diet first, which has been one of the research dietary patterns that has shown a real benefit in fertility, especially for those undergoing fertility treatments or IVF in particular. So a fertility clinic in Greece, of course, you know, one of the meccas of the Mediterranean diet, showed that women with a BMI under 30 undergoing IVF who more closely followed a Mediterranean diet had a 2.7 times higher likelihood of conceiving. And when the average statistic of conceiving on any one IVF cycle is 30%, doubling or nearly tripling your chances of conceiving is definitely what people are really looking for when they're investing their emotion and time and money into a treatment like IVF to start their family. And that was in comparison to those who don't comply as well to the Mediterranean diet. However, we only saw this effect up to the age of women of 35. So anyone over 35, we didn't see as much of a benefit, which was really interesting. Could just be the fact that we didn't have enough numbers in that particular study. They also studied men in the same fertility clinic. And what was interesting about these men was that they included smokers, so 20% of them smoked. And they also included men of a variety of body sizes. And they still found that the men who complied best with the Mediterranean diet still had improvements in sperm health parameters, irrespective of their weight or smoking status. So those with less compliance actually had a 2.6 times increased risk of abnormal sperm parameters compared to those who followed the diet more closely. Now, I just want to highlight that male infertility accounts for between 30 to 50% of all fertility cases. And it's definitely something not spoken about enough. And there's definitely things that men can do to improve their sperm health, irrespective of their body size. So I think that's a really excellent key takeaway and win for the Mediterranean diet is for both men and for women, whether you're going through IVF or not, it's definitely a great dietary pattern to adopt for preconception and fertility and health all around. And obviously, extra virgin olive oil is a critical component of the Mediterranean diet. I can just always visualize my great grandmother, my yaya, just 
soaking all those green vegetables in what seems like half a litre of extra virgin olive oil. And it is a really key component of the way of life and the way of eating. And it provides our bodies with essential fatty acids and also vitamin E, which is a key antioxidant that's had some research in the fertility space as well. Plus a whole range of polyphenols and compounds that makes our bodies better at absorbing essential fat-soluble nutrients such as vitamins A, D, E and K. And they also help us get more out of the antioxidants, which I talked about earlier, from vegetables like lycopene found in tomatoes, which has been researched to improve sperm health. So combining tomatoes with extra virgin olive oil, especially when cooked, would be optimal in terms of enhancing sperm health, say. And also glucosonolates from our broccoli and things, we can enhance the absorption of these antioxidants with extra virgin olive oil. I think it's just such a key ingredient when it comes to a healthy diet and it really does enhance the flavour and our body's ability to absorb these critical nutrients. And so whilst there's not been any specific research into extra virgin olive oil in and of itself with fertility that I found. We know as part of the Mediterranean diet, it's a key component. And we know that the Mediterranean diet has shown some benefit when it comes to fertility as well. So I think that's kind of the state of play at the moment when it comes to extra virgin olive oil and the Mediterranean diet in this space. That's terrific. Well, I suppose in, in a practical sense though, Stephanie, how, how does well, what are some of the ways the, the diet, the Mediterranean diet, can be applied to people trying to conceive or who are pregnant? Yes. So I think the key ingredient is extra virgin olive oil for all your cooking, dressings and baking creations. It definitely can be done. I am a testament to that. I am all about getting extra virgin olive oil wherever I can. It is really versatile and you can definitely get a range of different flavours as well. So you can use it in a variety of different dishes and ways. The other thing would be to try and make some meat-free switches to boost your vegetable protein at least once a week. If that's already really achievable and you're already doing that, then try and increase maybe so five days a week your lunches are vegetarian or a few days a week they're vegetarian to try and really get a lot of your vegetable protein in from your legumes and beans and nuts and seeds as well. Snack on fruit and roasted or raw nuts and seeds as the Mediterraneans would do and don't neglect whole grains. This is a really underestimated food group, especially when it comes to the modern day where low carb diets are all the rage, but the Mediterraneans do not neglect their whole grain foods. Of course, incorporate portions of chicken and dairy and eggs and small portions of red meat on a semi-regular basis too. I've referenced why these are potentially important for fertility when it comes to the antioxidant CoQ10 and also zinc as well. And really making sure that seafood is another key protein that you're focusing on in your weekly routine. The other thing I really, really endorse for fertility and preconception health is also really embracing herbs and spices on the daily. These can give such a powerful boost of antioxidants and polyphenols into the diet and, of course, flavour. So I think this is another critical element of the Mediterranean diet. There's no dish without a sprinkle of dried oregano or fresh herbs in traditional Mediterranean diet. So I think that's also key. 
of course, keep a foundation of drinking water and keep alcohol to a minimum or none at all if you are in fact pregnant or you suspect you are pregnant. But a little bit of red wine with meals, if you're trying to conceive, is probably not going to do much harm. So I think those are my practical tips to help men and women implement a bit of the Mediterranean way into their lives if they're trying to conceive. A few adjustments would have to be made if you were pregnant, but it's definitely a flexible way that can be very adapted from preconception into pregnancy. And I've definitely seen that a lot with the women and men that I work with, that they can easily transition when they do become pregnant into a slight variation of the Mediterranean diet. Stephanie Valakis, the dietologist. That ends this episode of Olive Wellness Podcast. To learn more about the nutrition, health and wellness benefits of olives and olive products, please visit the Olive Wellness Institute website at olivewellnessinstitute.org. Until next time, I'm Sarah Gray. Thanks for listening. Music